Welcome, health professionals, to Chart Life Podcast, where it's all about you. Your stories of challenges and triumphs with news and resources just for you. I'm your host, Chantelle Howard. Thanks for joining me. Welcome back to our burnout recovery series. This is part two of four. Burnout is a common struggle that many of us face at some point in our lives. It's an ongoing process because life, of course, isn't always linear, right? Our schedules, responsibilities, habits, and interests change as we evolve. And so we have to adapt our responses and make necessary adjustments as these things come along. Personally, I've experienced burnout to the point where I couldn't establish healthy boundaries anymore. I didn't know how to say no, even when I needed to prioritize, I mean desperately prioritize my self-care. Despite receiving praise from employers, coworkers, patients, friends, family members, it was all taking a toll on my well-being. Have you ever noticed how easily you become snappy and irritable when your life feels imbalanced? I found myself snapping at my husband and those around me, and I even had a family member point out changes in my personality. I constantly felt overwhelmed, unable to regulate my emotions due to the constant stress and pressure I was under. Working in a high-stress environment where lives are literally at stake leaves a little time sometimes to process the vicarious traumas we encounter. That sustained stress in our bodies affects our health. And we as healthcare professionals especially understand a correlation between stress and the release of cortisol. I constantly felt exhausted. My sleep was disrupted and I knew something had to change. Some of you may be at a similar point in your careers, wondering if you can ever reclaim your life. I'm here to let you know that yes, you can. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Chart Life Podcast. This is Chantel, your host. There is life after burnout. A life where you can regain your passion, be present, gain clarity, and achieve a better work-life balance. If I asked you what changes you need to make to establish the work-life balance you desire, many of you would already have a mental list of changes or steps that need to be taken to get there, right? So what's the problem? It's similar to the challenges we face with patients. Providing education knowledge and information, it does not always result in compliance or success. Because if it did, readmissions and follow-up visits would be rare. We simply wouldn't need them anymore. Have you ever thoroughly educated a patient? I mean, you checked all of the boxes using all the different techniques, reflection, teach back, only to find that nothing changed when you followed up. You provided all the necessary information, so why didn't it lead to the desired outcome? Well, we know ourselves 
best. Often we already know what needs to be done, right? But taking that first step can feel daunting. Surprisingly, it's usually not due to a lack of knowledge, but rather you are so overwhelmed and unsure of where to even begin. Can you relate to this? Are you familiar with the concept of neuroplasticity? According to the National Library of Science, neuroplasticity refers to the brain's ability to undergo structural and functional changes in response to internal or external stimuli. While this concept is crucial for stroke and TBI or traumatic brain injury patients, it can also be applied to our very own life. As Eddie Harris Jr. said, comfort is the enemy of achievement. Are you in desperate need of a breather? Get ready to escape the daily grind and join us in the charming city of Charleston, South Carolina for our off-duty series for healthcare professionals. It's time to kick back, relax, and rediscover your inner peace at the Johns Island County Park. Imagine a day surrounded by the beauty of nature, far away from the chaos of everyday life. Mark your calendars for June 13th and the 27th because you don't want to miss out. This event is free for all healthcare professionals, but there is a $2 park entrance free. Grab your hiking boots and let's wander through these picturesque trails together. It's time to give back to the most important person in your life, you. We'll make sure to pack some light and delicious treats to keep your energy levels high as we journey together. Ready to reserve your spot? Simply visit chartlife.com. That's chartlife spelled with a Y. Hop on over to the events section and secure your place because space is limited. Taking care of others starts with taking care of ourselves. Join us for the off-duty series at Johns Island County Park on June 13th and 27th. Let's unwind, relax, and reconnect with our inner peace. I'll see you there. Over time, it's easy to become complacent or just accustomed to our environment. The high stress levels, lack of resources and support, neglecting your self-care, limited time, increased anxiety, poor sleep habits, lack of personal and family time or social time, just to name a few. These circumstances become our new normal and our brains adapt accordingly. Neuroplasticity is a fascinating concept that holds the key to making positive changes in our lives and restructuring our brains for healthier habits and behaviors. The human brain is remarkably adaptable and capable of rewiring itself based on our experiences and actions. By understanding and harnessing the power of neuroplasticity, we can pave the way for meaningful transformations. When we engage in new activities or adopt new habits, the brain creates new neural pathways and connections. These pathways allow information to flow more efficiently and facilitate development of new skills and behaviors. On the other hand, when we consistently repeat certain behaviors or thoughts, the corresponding neural pathways become stronger and more ingrained. Repetition, repetition, repetition.
So how can we leverage neuroplasticity to restructure our brains and make lasting changes? Here are five key strategies. The first step is to become aware of the areas in your life that you need improvement or change. So this could be related to self-care, work-life balance, stress management, or any other aspects that contributes to your burnout. So once you've identified areas that require attention, set clear intentions and goals for what you want to achieve and be very, very specific. So a great framework is the SMART method. SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. Let's dive into that just a little bit deeper. So specific, clearly define what you want to achieve. Use as much detail as possible. Measurable, establish criteria to track your progress and determine success. Achievable, set goals that are challenging yet attainable. Relevant, align your goals with your values and long-term aspirations. And time-bound, set deadlines to create a sense of urgency and accountability. So utilizing the SMART framework empowers you to make meaningful progress. It helps you to stay motivated and celebrate all of your achievements along the way. The second method is mindfulness and self-reflection. So practicing mindfulness and self-reflection allows you to observe your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors without judgment. This awareness provides valuable insights into the patterns and triggers that perpetuate burnout. By understanding these patterns, you can consciously choose to respond differently and create new pathways in your brain. When we find ourselves constantly caught in a state of heightened stress, our bodies activate the fight or flight response. In this reactive mode, we tend to respond to situations from an emotional place, lacking the clarity and the thoughtfulness that comes with a more measured response. Understanding the difference between reacting and responding can also be crucial in managing stress and cultivating healthier coping mechanisms. A reaction is more of a spontaneous and automatic response to a stimulus or a trigger. It's often driven by our immediate emotional impulse without much conscious thought. When we react, we're doing so a lot of times impulsively, which can lead to regrettable actions or hasty decisions. On the other hand, responding involves a more thoughtful and deliberate approach. When we respond, we take a step back, assess the situation and consider the best course of action instead of immediately succumbing to our emotional impulses. We allow ourselves the space to gather information, reflect and consider the long-term implications of our actions. Developing the skill of responding rather than reacting takes practice and self-awareness. Mindfulness techniques such as deep breathing, meditation, and taking moments of pause before responding can help create the space needed to shift from reacting to responding. But remember, the goal is not to eliminate reactions altogether. Especially in the field that we work in, there are situations where an immediate response is necessary. But 
by striving to become more responsive in our day-to-day lives, we can reduce the negative impact of stress. Have you ever felt like you've lost yourself along the way? I know I did. I reached a point where I no longer recognized who I was or where my passion had gone. It felt like I was waiting for the spark to reignite my love for my profession. But the truth is, I had lost my identity and my passion had faded away. It began to affect not just my work, but my personal life too. You see, being a healthcare professional is a lot like being in the military. Unless you've experienced it firsthand, it's hard to understand the emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual exhaustion we face. The weight of the pandemic, the toll it took on us, it's something only we truly comprehend. And it's even more disheartening to watch corporations thrive while those of us at the bottom doing the hard work struggle to keep going. Hi, I'm Chantelle Howard and I overcame burnout. I've always had this love-hate relationship with healthcare. I mean, I love what I do, but I don't love the system, if you know what I mean. The way it's set up, it's designed to constantly take from us, leaving little room for self-care and personal well-being. But I reached a breaking point. I had to stand up for myself, advocate for my own needs, and make choices that would ensure my own survival. It was literally a matter of life or death. There comes a moment in everyone's life when they realize that what they're doing just isn't working anymore. The cycle of burnout is simply unsustainable. But the good news is you don't have to go through it alone. It's time to break free from the chains of burnout regain control of your life, and rediscover the passion and joy that brought you into this field. Welcome to Burnout Resolution, a life-changing program brought to you by Chart Life LLC in partnership with the Burned Out Nurse Practitioner. We're here to offer you personalized burnout coaching, specifically designed for healthcare professionals like you. It's time to reclaim your life. Find your purpose and become the best version of yourself again. We're currently accepting new clients and we cannot wait to embark on this transformative journey with you. To take the first step, simply send an email to coach at burnedoutnp.com. That's coach at burnedoutnp.com. Let's work together to overcome burnout and build a brighter future. Join us for Burnout Resolution. Number three is consistency and repetition. Neuroplasticity thrives on consistency and repetition. Engage in activities that promote well-being and work towards your goals on a regular basis. Whether it's setting aside dedicated time for self-care, incorporating stress-reducing techniques like meditation or exercise, 
or practicing healthy boundaries. Consistency is key to rewiring your brain. Number four, learning and acquiring new skills. Actively seeking out new learning experiences and acquiring new skills stimulates neuroplasticity. Engage in activities that challenge your brain, such as learning a musical instrument, picking up a new hobby, or taking up a new course or certification. This helps create new neural connections and expands your brain's capacity for change. And lastly, surround yourself with a supportive network of individuals who understand and encourage your goals for burnout recovery. I cannot stress enough how important, how crucial it is to have an accountability partner. Sharing your journey with others not only provides emotional support, but it also holds you accountable to your commitments. Engaging in meaningful conversations and seeking support from peers and mentors can positively impact your brain's ability to restructure and adapt. Restructuring your brain takes time and effort. The time it takes to establish a habit can vary widely depending on several different factors. But in a study in the European Journal of Social Psychology, it took participants on average about 66 days of consistent practice for the behavior to become automatic and habitual. It's also worth mentioning that while the average timeline for habit formation is around two months, maintaining a habit is an ongoing process. Even after a habit is established, you may have occasional slip-ups or disruptions through routine can occur, especially in our line of work, right? But it's important to be patient, persistent, and forgiven with yourself as you work towards establishing new habits and making positive changes in your life. Be kind and patient with yourself throughout the process. Small, consistent steps will gradually lead to significant changes over time. By embracing neuroplasticity and actively participating in your brain's rewiring, you can create a healthier and more balanced life, free from the grips of burnout. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Chart Life Podcast. I'll see you same time and same place every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Be sure to follow us on our social media accounts at chart underscore life. That's life with a Y. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in to Chart Life Podcast. That's life with a Y. New episodes are available every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you soon.